All right, welcome to my favorite time of week. We are boothing. Let's go. Listening to Boothin. This is a freestyle hip hop storytelling frame around a tapestry of musings, meanderings, and stitch work uh, and smudges from my past, present, and my future. And speaking of my future, this is y'all, y'all. I am your, uh, you know, your hypochondriac sickness. I am your, you know, I'm the, I'm the, uh, I'm the lasagna that you've been waiting for, for all you Garfield ganders out there. You know what I'm saying? So don't get your, don't get your tails whipping in a fury because, uh, you know, I'll keep you purring in no time flat. Woo! And that beat was popping, popping. And Orville, uh, is, you know, it's hard when you listen to a lot. Of, I almost just quoted Lil Wayne. Uh, but I really, when I was growing up, we didn't eat Orville, Riven, Rivenbacher, Redenbacher. Uh, we were broke. So we ate that, uh, that Sam's Club microwavable popcorn. And boy, you get that movie theater butter, get your little grubby mitts in there. You know, you're trying to control the remote. You're arguing with your sister over the remote. You know, I don't. And we had basic television. So, you know, I don't want to watch Sister Sister today. I watch Sister Sister every day. You know, we turn the channel. We can catch this. uh, We can catch the Simpsons on WB. And this was back when WD, (laughs) WD 40 when WB was a channel and uh, really, you know, whoever won, it wasn't a matter of strength. Although my sister uh, definitely had the one up on me until I, you know, until uh, I got a little, you know, a little uh, acne on my upper lip. But um, anyways, it was really who had eaten less of that movie theater level Sam's club popcorn because your hands are slippery. You got them slippery mitts, you know? Um, And it's tough. It's a tough balance because I mean, popcorn's one of them foods. Uh, I remember the distinct moment uh, I was eating popcorn. I was at church. I was maybe like seven, seven, yeah, about seven or nine. For some reason, number nine sticks out to me. And uh, we were going to this real, real Baptist church, you know. I'm talking like where the uh, the stringent morals are so strong that they would rather be right than be uh, profitable. Uh, this was like. I mean, it was like the equivalent of a hut church, you know, or, or a yurt church, except I think yurts might be bigger. Um, I remember uh, we were eating popcorn. It was like a, a Sunday school setup, but really, you know, I didn't learn that much. It really, it was more like a Sunday shame session uh, when you're a kid in a real deep Southern Fried Baptist church. I remember this kid going, you know what I like to do with the popcorn? And I was like, what? Because <laughs> that's about what I sound like at nine years old. Uh, I was like the shortest kid in my class up until seventh grade. Uh, and then, uh, you know, I got a kid with uh, no legs from the shin down. So I just had him beat if we were stacked ground up. Uh, that's a lie. Anyways, um, <clears throat> so um, he's like, you know what I like to do with the popcorn? I was like, uh, what? And he's like, I like to see how much I can fit in my mouth at one time. And I remember, you know. Oh, the the popcorn resources were definitely finite growing up. I grew up, uh, you know, I didn't want for anything, but we definitely weren't rich. So it's not like you could just, you know, just have 
popcorn, like make a, make your little sofa out of microwavable popcorn so that when you sit and you know you you're rooting tooting Rasputin down there uh in the in the gaming room where uh where my parents used to send my my sister and I uh so they could, you know, peacefully sip coffee and uh and play canasta or whatever, you know, whatever tarot like uh games that are predictive of your behaviors and attitudes towards the future. <clears throat> but uh yeah, I remember and then he's like, watch. And you know those moments where like older kids can do no wrong. This was like before this is like when I'd never seen a bad movie. You know, I never had a bad vacation. I never I mean you're young, you know? You really don't know what you're missing out on. You know, the you don't know the grass is green on the other side because you don't even know what green is. You know, it's uh there's like a comparative palette, uh, uh, spectrum of colors you're really limited to until you're tall enough to see over the gate, you know, to see over that privacy fence. And then he's like, watch this. And it's like he unhinged his jaw and just shoveled popcorn. And even like the half pop kernels, I mean, those were probably his favorite to get the crunch. And I remember thinking, my, my God, he must have about, must have about, 77 popcorn kernels in his mouth. And then he was just like, probably trying to talk through it. And I was just amazed. And so that kind of really uh, strongly informed my popcorn eating habits. Uh, I remember just thinking, how how much can I eat? (laughs) Which is, uh, you know, interesting. Um, Just remember, you know, you're you're just, you're pleased with such simple things when you're a kid. Uh, Such cheap uh, cheap things, you know, if you don't have, uh, I mean, I had like some games, but I just mean like I was easily entertained, you know? Um, anyways, uh, I kind of got a little off the beaten path here, but I just wanted to, uh, mention, you know, on this podcast, I talk a bit, I yolk a bit, I yolk a bit, I chalk a bit, and then I, uh, make some note cards. I kind of skim through the episode. I throw on an instrumental. And then I freestyle to the best of my ability. And these are genuine freestyles, so you'll hear parts where I kind of pause, I repeat a line, uh, maybe switch the flow up. Uh, I step off the beat and then step back on it. Kind of like Tom Hanks in that movie Big where, uh, you know, he's playing uh, uh, Crank That Soldier Boy on the piano. And, um, yeah, that's uh, that's what this podcast is. But, man, them greasy mitts. I remember just strategically just rubbing my hand on my blue jeans, just thinking, and I don't know if my sister would even want if I don't want to put my name on this podcast I'll have to come up with some sort of code name for my sister uh, who I love to death by thinking you ain't gonna get this controller today sis and uh, we had bunny ears as a kid you know we had uh, I mean there's about on a good day about 20 channels but I really don't even think there were that many uh, because you know one of them was gonna be uh, the daggum TV Oh, the Christian channel, you know, the one, you know, we, uh, my buddy Andy and I, we used to tune in there to watch Benny Hinn uh, heal people, but we always thought he was so goofy, and you can see it literally, if you just look up, like, most insane televangelist of all time, I guarantee he'll be in the top compilations, the uh, the way you might have heard of this guy is that he uh, had a video of him just whipping people with his jacket, and the jacket was just like, glistening in the glory of God to a point where it was knocking people out <clears throat> in the spirit, of course. Uh, the jacket didn't have any lead lining that I know of, 
Uh, but he was this type of guy when you tune in on TV uh, where he would extend his hands like towards regions of the crowd. And he's like a like a Sith, you know, a Sith Christian Lord. And he would just knock down like whole rows of people. And, you know, I mean, that guy had the uh, he had the moves. Um, he was definitely, you know, a little scammy. And I just remember my buddy and I just thinking it was so funny. And then whenever I was older and I saw the video of him uh, whipping people down with his jacket to uh, that you know, that, uh, let the bodies hit the floor, that, uh, you know, that, uh, that teenage y'all, y'all new metal, uh, you know, funky pitch jam, uh, that, that's, that tune I used to throw on before I went and played peewee football with my boy Jadles, Jadles, JD, I remember thinking how ridiculous he was, and, you know, it's kind of interesting how, uh, your entertainment threshold adjusts with time, how you can uh, find satisfaction in things that are entirely free, you know, or or sometimes you can uh, spend a lot of money and not get what you want out of it. It's uh, it's this weird barometer that I uh, I can't really measure that, you know, it's, it's hard to tell what's going to make you happy. And really your frame of reference from wherever you're at is going to kind of dictate your response to a lot of that stuff. Um, so, you know, that's how the mood I was kind of going into, um, at the top of the show there, you heard a little, a little jam from my buddy Hunter. And actually I just spent a whole weekend with that, uh, that handsome, handsome, soon to be married devil. Um, and also we are still looking for a DJ name for him. I think, I think we had discussed his name might be a DJ, but uh, I don't think that really translates well into, you know, uh, these little hieroglyphs that we call a alphabet. So anyways, uh, I went down to Boone. I left, um, you know, I left work Thursday straight to to Boone, actually technically Banner Elk, but um, you're lucky if you even know what Boone is, although most of the listeners in this uh this little McMansion we call a podcast. Know what Boone is? It's a little, little mountainous town. You got App App State out there, App Appalachian State University, and um, yeah, the the guys were gonna go skiing or snowboarding or, uh, you know, tubing. Actually, they weren't tubing. That that was my fantasy. I was like, if I go with these guys, I'm a, I'm a tube it up. I'll be shredding that tube, dude. I, the tubing's the only uh, extreme sport where you can hold a you can probably get away with holding a drink in your hand. And uh, anyways, it wasn't meant to be. On Thursday, I left and uh, I got caught in like the one snowstorm of the season for uh, North Carolina. It's been about dry as daggum, uh, you know, as a wishbone. And, uh, and a wishbone's another thing. You don't want greasy mitts when you're reaching for it. Uh, I remember I, I never won the wishbone. I think my sister might have cheated, or uh, I think I remember getting beat by my cousins when you're snapping that wishbone. And, uh, you know, they say whoever gets the long end of the wishbone, that's good luck. Well, good luck, baby, because I got the sauce now, cuzzos. Uh, that sounds spiteful. Uh, no, but I love my family to death, but, uh, hey, man, ain't none of them boothing, you know what I'm saying? No, ain't none of them no. So, uh, anyways, I was driving into. Boone and you know uh God started scratching his head up above 
And I was starting to get some of that fluffy white dander. And at first I thought, man, you know, the uh, the head of the the Godhead Trilogy. Trilogy? Trinity, he needs some that on head and shoulders. And, uh, and I, I looked and I realized that uh, this forecasted snow was actually happening, which uh, that, you know, my childhood trust issues stemming back to the, uh, you know, the belief in Santa Claus being betrayed kind of has extended itself onto weather, man. Let's be honest. So anyways, it really started to snow. And I thought, you know, I've mentioned on the podcast before, I, I drive an amazing vehicle, but it's just not snow ready. I, my vehicle is made for flat terrains. I mean, you know, uh, if, if I park in a parking lot where they have steep prices, I got to pull the emergency brake on my 96 Cavalier because I'm worried it might just roll into traffic. And, you know, I, I, I'm not ready for a car note. I'm trying to pay off these student loans. But, hey, you know, y'all, y'all got to do what y'all, y'all got to do. And am I going to talk about myself in the third person from here on out? No. But anyways, I went to this little, you know, this little bachelor party. And um, it was out of Banner Elk, but I got stuck. I got stuck. And uh, my buddy, RJ Hauser, Ryan, uh, he hit me up and was like, hey, and he was kind of joking me. He was like, hey, you know, if you need to, you can stay at my parents. And I'd just seen his parents um, a week before, actually. We all kind of got together and we watched Parasite. And his, his dad was like very confused. Um, he was like, by the time. He's like, by the time you get done reading the subtitle and you look up the, you know, the next thing's already happening, then you're missing the next subtitle. So he's kind of stuck in a perpetual foreign language film cycle of uh, confusion. But I think it provided a relatively good nap because the little cheap theater uh, in Raleigh did not have the heat on. I'm pretty sure uh, when I'm cold, that's a lot because I'm, as I've said, I'm that, you know, I'm that human Yeti, baby. I I'm well insulated. So. You know, I got stuck and I had to hit up his folks. I hit up his parents. Um, and of course they welcomed me. They put me up. I'm actually I'm intending on uh sending them a card just to you know, that's a nice personal touch, a thank you card, because it really saved my tail and uh they took me out to eat some uh you know, some central North Carolinian Mexican food that was not the best but the point is they took me in that uh and that warmed my heart and it almost made the refried beans that came with <laughs> with my dish warm as well so you know i got to stay there but then i missed a night of the bachelor party and then the next day i was ready to roll because i didn't want to be an imposition on uh rj hauser's folks but you know the uh the boys went out skiing so I was just cruising through. I was contemplating watching a movie and then, uh, you know, that mystical, uh, you know, eight to 16 bit wonder with the thunder thumbs getting that garage band going. Hunter was like, man, you know, the, the house is a lot, dude. And that's my, that's not really an accurate, uh, description of that man's voice. Really? Uh, it's a disservice. But anyway, so I went, I posted up and I ended up watching, uh, YouTube or like a hot minute, but basically I didn't get the, I didn't, the party didn't formulate, uh, didn't coagulate into uh, that uh, amoeba, uh, you know, that infectious party jam for me until 
Friday at like 1230 at night they got in. So I was supposed to be there by Thursday sundown, and it wasn't until like over 24 hours later that I got with these guys. So I had a little catching up to do. Now, if you know anything about the region where we had met, well, we had met, um, it's not, there's not much there, you know? So, you know, there's always some sort of uh, stereotype about bachelor parties, you know, they expect you to have, I mean, it's all kind of debauchery, you know, and like the hangover level stuff, you know, but uh, really, when you're out that far in the boonies, you know, there's really not any trouble to get into. It's, uh, at best, you know, if you get that cabin fever a bit, trouble gets into you. And so we were, I think, nine, nine grown men deep into the, uh, into the cavernous cabin of, uh, toritude And I tell you what, um, testosterone was running surplus around there. It was, uh, there was a lot of screaming, uh, and uh, a lot of broing down. And honestly, if I'm lucky, I gave all the guys stickers. I'm kind of like, you know, stickomatic. And they might be listening, and I had an awesome time, but there was a lot of testosterone. There was a lot of bro in the air. I was feeling it, too. You know, it's like you don't get a lot of opportunities to uh, kind of let loose. I can't tell you the last time I played a game of Flip Cup. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, we got into it over the weekend. And uh, honestly, there's so much testosterone in the air. You know, if you looked out into the bushes, I mean, there was snow on the ground, but you might have seen yourself an elderly gentleman just kind of peering in, uh, you know, more, more not like a peeping Tom, more like a teeing Tom. This dude was just trying to uh, get some of that, you know, some of that raw brute, that raw brute, brute sauce uh, just through osmotic, you know, will a little, you know, he was just hoping that he could just be broed up teed up by uh being around us because i mean whoo i don't know what ha- you know it's like one of those things where you get into a pack of uh of humans and uh a pack of human men and and it gets a little rowdy but i had a great time um you know i uh i spent like six hours in a hot tub uh you know and uh imbibing spirits on saturday afternoon with uh with a couple of the the goonies and <clears throat> And eventually I got tired of having to get out of the tub to go uh, refresh my beverage. So I was like, hey, why don't we just bring the uh, ingredients out here? And by the time I got out of there, I think my, uh, you know, I was like, I was basically parboiled. I mean, I was soft boiled, no doubt. And uh, yeah, but it, I mean, it was it was crazy, but I was glad, you know, it was one of those things where I kind of uh, eased off the gas during the last three or four hours of the night. And then I had a, you know, like a six hour drive Sunday. And I felt straight. So, anyways, all that coming around to say, uh, Hunter, I love you, man. And uh, I'm really excited for uh, you and your your bride-to-be to become a family. And, uh, you know, it's an awesome thing to just be around you and your old lady. And um, so, yeah, that, that was what happened over that portion of the weekend. And honestly, I was lucky that my car even made it into the mountains uh, because... You know, it's kind of like coming through a rocky marriage situation uh, when you're driving a 96 cabby. It's, uh, if I must say, it's kind of, you know, it's like, you know, you're married, you got kids, and then, uh, you know, one, one of you cheated. And then you come out the other side, like, 
you know, some people say stronger because of it. I don't know how that's possible. I guess maybe counseling, but you know, you survived it or it's like, uh, you know, it's like if you, you eat chorizo, you know, I remember the first time I had chorizo, uh, I've, I was mad at, uh, at all my relatives and friends for not introducing me to this delectable spicy treat. And then about two and a half, two, uh, you know, about a, a lifetime movie with commercial length of time later, I was realizing why they didn't introduce it, me to it. You know, it didn't really agree with my stomach. But your car getting through the mountains when you drive a 96 Cavalier is kind of like, you know, eating chorizo for the second time and realizing maybe the first time, you know, it was undercooked because, you know, you got through there unscathed. Maybe it's more like, uh, you know, you go out for your first driving test and then you you blow a stop sign and, and you run over a puppy and, uh, you know, and then you go back for that second driving test and you signal, you brake effectively, you leave no four-pawed animal stuck to the road. And this is the second roadkill reference in a row on this podcast, so I got to take it easy. I mean, you know, I want to treat, uh, I want to treat the listeners kindly. And... I had some early pods where I was really probably just talking to myself. I kind of just, you know, I just took, I just took my belt off and, you know, and I beat the podcast <laughs> into uh, submission or what I thought was submission. But I mean, you know, I don't want to be angry on this thing unless it anger's really called for. I had a whole thing that I was just gonna, I was gonna come and. I was gonna, you know, yip yap my Trish trash talk, and uh, really my whole day was almost kind of like one of those NWO era entrances, you know, a little metal roof, and then, uh, you know, I, I was about Stone Cold Steve Austin, I had about three LaCroix, uh, actually four LaCroix, uh, LaCroix, as the, uh, the Tarjay uh, mofos say, and uh, I was about to just, you know, smash them together and just let, you know, like, tangerine or passion fruit or whatever i could afford that's on sale at that exact moment or what whatever's in stock just kind of come drizzling through and i I was ready you know the whole day i was just you know pumping up i was you know i was riding that uh that wwe limo towards the microphone and you know i went and got a haircut from the beautiful goth lady you know a, a goth goddess and um i just realized it's not a big deal you know, I just, uh, what's being angry going to get me? I, you know, if I'm always, if I'm angry just cause I didn't get my way, just cause somebody didn't do their job appropriately, but it isn't really life altering. I mean, what's it worth? I, I want to spread the giggles and not the gaggles. You know, I'm not trying to wear goggles in a foggy mist of rage. I'm just trying to keep it loose. And when I come on here and I'm angry, you're going to know it's merited. I'm not the type of guy to flip my switch. Uh, just because the light bulbs flickering, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so when, when, you know, when, when the podcast arrives where y'all, y'all yours, truly the mystical man on the microphone with the flows and the cups of Joe's is raging. You're going to realize it was a, a, just a necessary good and, uh, an unnecessary evil that I'm having to address. So until then, uh, we're just going to keep it loose. A couple other little things. Follow the podcast if you're listening on Spotify. Uh, subscribe to the podcast if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're getting your audio, 
auto content, audio content, uh, rate the podcast. That's a real quick way to throw some stars at me. I'm working on my agility, so let me get my footwork right. If you throw these five stars at me, uh, I promise I'll uh, I'll pick up with the pace a little bit. <clears throat> and if you really feel inclined, feel free to write a review. Uh, of course, the greatest review is the word of mouth. So uh, you all continue uh, whenever you feel like an episode, an episode, an episode strikes a chord uh, with you to share from Spotify into your Instagram stories. I think that's the most effective uh, means of marketing. And again, just like I mentioned last week, we've broken a thousand downloads. We're getting a good. I'd say we got like uh, two handfuls. And maybe a listener or two standing on my foot, too. So all limbs are soon to be occupied uh, by the Booth and family. So stay tuned. I'm about to spit this freestyle. And then we got a little housekeeping at the end here uh, where I get the credits and you can find out who produced what. So let's both. <laughs> or both. Yeah, whatever. We're both. Yeah, y'all. Yeah. Perfect. Both. Uh, let's both. As I wait a minute, just a pause, I'm trying to get it loose A pickle jar of the mind as I twist about a thousand times As I'm trying to get inside You and my innards, my favorite chicken dinner Didn't have them gizzards, they told me that I'm chilling But I ain't a lot lizard I'm trailer park boy wizard Uh, so what's behind the curtain? My sense of humor's kinda dark and I ain't claymated But they call me Tim Burton I got death, but I'm no Johnny Depp. They told me that I'm sick as I spit the flow strap. Over Riven, Baka Popcorn didn't have that. Growing up, the Sam's movie theater butter in the bag. Had them grubby mitts, the greasy mitts. Trying to keep my grip. Uh, if that bunny ear television did permit, then I watched this past weekend. I had to sit, chilling in the hot tub for about seven hours. The heat got my inner soft or parboiled. I devoured. But I didn't need a shower Actually, I second thought I needed a shower but I had a McMansion of the mind My time grinds like a skater They tell me they gonna see me later But I have to ask them if they on my acre On my acre, singular, I live on an acre <sighs> Patty cake, patty cake, no baker When I gotta keep it peaceful with the Quakers If you're gonna mess with me, you might meet your maker or go to Jamaica, they tell me I tried to go new with the flavor. New with the flavor? If you get a little taste of this excellence, then you might just have to savor. Southern Baptist. Growing up, I never thought I'd have that bliss. With a kiss from above, I used to pray every day, like, send me a sign or a word or a dove. I believe I retrieve what you're gonna tell me. Couldn't see what beneath my feet. If I end up six feet down, ten toes down, then I gotta feel a new clown frown jokes on me. As I gotta go back, still ain't reach my peak. They told me that I gotta go back. Back? I almost made a reference back to the future, but there's a newer computer. They tell me that I go looser. Looser? I spitting like it's Lucifer. Just kidding, though. Hey. All right, so, uh, yeah, 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 we are boothing. I am y'all, y'all, uh, keeping it loose with a silly, uh, it ain't a goose time. That's, that's, uh, Crystalia's wheelhouse. Anyways, who you just heard from was Cody. He produced that instrumental. Check him out in the show notes. If you listen to any tight beats on YouTube, he's one of the most popular producers. Um, uh, but that beat just had me feeling 
feeling pretty groovy. Anyways, new drops every Wednesday morning at 6.02 a.m. Just in time for your commute or the close of a late, late night. <clears throat> Rate, review, subscribe, all the, all the things and all the stuff. Uh, thank you to Hunter for the intro music. Thank you to Wyatt or Whiskey for the outro music you're hearing right now. So until next Wednesday, uh, we are boothing. Yup. Yeah.